Hello and welcome. Welcome to a wee bit Brezzy podcast. I'm Candice. And I'm Lynn. And here you're going to hear us talk about some probably inappropriate things. Yeah, we're just two cousins hanging out, yeah. talking about conversations yeah. inappropriate. There'll be lots of laughs. And some teasing. And it might get a wee bit spicy every now and then. I hope you join us. Hey guys, it's Candace just jumping in with a quick precursor to our favorite things episode. Um, as of yesterday, we are now on Instagram and TikTok. So go and give us a follow there. That will be included in our link tree, which I don't know, wherever we post our link tree, you'll find it. So yeah, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Mm, that's it so far. I hope you enjoy this episode. Bye. All right, we are recording. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to our wee bit. We're recording right now. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome welcome back to a wee bit Resi podcast. Today's episode is all about all our favorite things. Instead of Oprah's favorite things, it's a wee bit Resi's favorite things. A wee bit Resi's favorite things. Because I don't know, we could say Len and Candace's favorite things, but it doesn't have the same ring. I just love the sound of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all our favorite indigenous things, which yeah. I'm, I'm super curious. We've kind of talked a little bit about it, but now I'm very curious. Like, we come up with a great framework on yeah, we just, some favorite we, thing topics. We so. literally just wrote a whole page of notes um, in, like, 15, 20 minutes. So, yeah, there's no what's up, Cuzzy question this week because this whole episode is basically... What's up, Cuzzy? Yeah, questions yeah. Yeah, and yeah. all that jazz. Totally. Yeah. So, where do we want to start? Um, let's popcorn through the list. Okay, so like, let's start off easy. What's your favorite indigenous food? Oh, that's a good one. Like traditional food, anything, anything indigenous. Hey, and can we can we create a rule or can we just like pick multiple yeah. things for yeah. our response? Does that have to be like that? Because you can have Be- multiple favorite because things for sure. ADHD brains cannot choose just one thing. <laughs> Um, okay, um, and this has come up in, like, so many episodes with our yeah. What's Up Cuzzy questions. I mean, smoked salmon? Yeah. To die for. Yeah. Obviously, hands down, favorite. For me, I feel like, do you ever get this where you get the cravings? Like, you get oh, yeah, totally. Smoke fish? I'm like, uh, mm. My smoked fish craving is off the charts right now. Is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, smoked fish, absolutely. And have you ever tried wind-dried salmon? I have, um, but it was just on its own apparently like if you dip it in stuff oh. then it's supreme ah so See, I had it by itself and i really like it yeah it was okay yeah i'm i'm a flavor girl i need flavor ah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the umami sauce here. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly oh we were just talking about dipping sauce could you imagine smoked fish in that dressing the sesame dressing the sesame dressing yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be really yeah, good yeah. no it would go really well yeah it would, it would. together right yeah yeah there's this um I don't know, salad dressing from Costco, uh, Q pie, I think it's called. Mm. Anyways, we love it. We've gone through yeah. many a bottle in uh, our in our household. Cool. So that would be really good. Um, I mean, What's... Bannock. Yes. But Bannock. Uh, I hate <laughs> I hate to like toot my own to- my own horn, <laughs> um, but the Bannock that I make that I learned from um, one of my cousins from Quallen. Uh-huh. Um, and she fries hers in a cast iron pan mm. with a square of parquet 
margarine or butter, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my mouth is already wide. I know. It's been so long since. Actually, the last time I had Bennick, we were together because yeah, we were exactly. in the Okanagan. Yeah, we were. And yeah. we had uh, Indian tacos. Yeah, we did. That was so good. Yeah. But you didn't yeah. really enjoy the Bannock part of that. No. 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 So. Like just enjoying like a good piece of. Uh, yeah. 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 So and do you, you have a cast iron frying pan? Oh, yeah. I only have cooking cast iron. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Right yeah. on. I yeah. once bought a cast iron and I totally just messed it up. I, oh. I didn't know how to cook in it. Yeah. Right? So. And then you probably threw it in the garbage. No, I gave it away. Okay, good. Because <laughs> apparently you, you can't really yeah. wreck it. You just season it and know how to dress it and all exactly. that kind of stuff. And I just yeah. like, no, I'll just, I'm going to gift it. Yeah. So I yeah. gave it away. Yeah. Um, okay, Bannock. I mean, any sa- salmon for me in yeah. any kind of way. I mean, okay. salmon pate, baked yeah. salmon. Uh, salmon burgers. Salmon, salmon over the fire. Oh, canned salmon. Canned salmon, yeah. Oh, um, canned salmon with mashed potatoes and corn yeah. patties yes yeah uh and then fried in cast iron mm, mm-hmm. maybe not as much butter as the bannock but yeah <laughs> just a bit my mom um, makes this really really good it's like a and it has to be with white spring salmon which oh. we probably get like once a yeah. year yeah and then she'll can it because if you bake if you bake spring, mm-hmm. uh, white spring it's kind of it's a little bit drier than the red and so she'll can oh. white spring and just just can in those single jars. Yeah, and she'll save them, and I know what she's saving it for. She'll <laughs> she'll make this incredibly tasty um, salmon casserole. Ooh, yeah, and then it's just I don't know what it is. It's just like yeah. it's the yummiest casserole, and it's just yeah, it's it's mouth watering. Okay, so I'm coming over for that night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever watched Forrest Gump when he's talking about the shrimp? Yes. <laughs> shrimp stew, shrimp and potatoes, yeah. shrimp salad. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel like. And it goes on right for like days. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like salmon in any form and fashion, basically. Salmon deodorant. We should make salmon deodorant. Salmon deodorant. Just walking around all like yeah. smoked salmon, indigenous meat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Any other food? Indigenous um, I don't know if this is, it's not really strictly indigenous, but um, any type of ground meat, but for me, it's mostly like ground turkey. Yeah. Macaroni mm. and ketchup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not mac and cheese, just plain macaroni, and then you coat the whole thing in ketchup. But it's not hamburger helper? But it's not hamburger helper. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, and I know we've mentioned this on previous episodes too, where we talk about lease with lease. We're talking about hamburger soup, right? Oh yeah. I love yeah. Hamburger soup. yeah. I'm not a red meat person. I mean, mm. I'm getting to the point where like I'll, I'll eat it if that's the only thing that's there and I don't want to be rude. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like in our household too, because in recent years, it's literally become chicken and fish. Yeah. Chicken and fish. We yeah. live off of chicken and yeah. fish. Like I, Swear when we go move back to the res, I want a chicken coup because we, the amount of <laughs> yes. eggs and chicken we go through in this house is yeah, like, would save exactly. us some money. Yeah. Um, are you a seafood person? Ish. Yeah. Um, Not crazy about like crab, lobster. Oh, crab and uh, crab for sure. Yeah. Lobster is a little too bouncy for me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we know I'm a texture person. Um, <laughs> shrimp is too bouncy for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like halibut. Crab for sure. Oh, Veer and I want to go um, crab fishing. There's like this invasive crab that's going on right now. Oh. And I want to do like catch a bunch of these 
And just devour them. <laughs> and all you eat is crap. Cool. Yeah. I mean, so, that sounds kind of cool. And you're just helping out the exactly. indigenous yeah. species. Yeah. We're saving the environment by yeah. eating a crap ton of crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I feel like seafood is such a traditional, especially here on the coast, mm-hmm. it's such a traditional indigenous food source. Um, that's why I always love going to feasts on the island. Yeah. Like on the yeah. island, it's just like, there's oh. like crab, there's halibut, yeah. there's all yeah. of that. Um, greatest place I've ever been to where I was feasted was Haida Gwaii. Oh. And the entire feast is like 95% oh my God. all seafood. Like sea urchins oh and halibut and different kinds of salmon, different kinds of fish. That's uh, crab, crazy. And that, that's their community yeah. feast, right? I'm yeah. like, this is like a million dollar right? <laughs> buffet set. And right? here, you're lucky if you get China Lily at a feast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's a good feast when the China Lily comes yeah, out. Yeah, totally. And then, like, that's where the real skepticals come out, too. It's like, well, where's the China Lily yeah. <laughs> if it's not on the table, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And you know it's, like, a slough feast when it's off-brand China Lily? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, you're, you're not anybody. No, you're not good enough. Because, like, the bottle is so obviously not China Lily, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, what's another one here? Um, uh, what direction do we want to go? Okay. Uh, your favorite indigenous politician? Ooh, um, you go first because I think okay. I gotta look mine up. I forget. His um, name. I mean, mine's a tie between Wab Canoe and Jody Wilson Raybould, of yes. course. Um, yes. Yeah, Wab Canoe just for his stance on politics in general. Mm. I tend to agree with him a lot. Yes. And then, well, he's NDP too, exactly, which is exactly. Cool. Um, and then Jody because. Her being a woman, a feminine, indigenous woman. Oh, shoot. But then there's Melanie Mack. Mark. Mark. Yes. And I met her at Pride last year. We have a photo together. It's so cute. Oh, right Yeah, but she's I no, she's no longer a politician. Yeah. So, but, yeah. but yeah, I guess Jody's not either. But Or is she? No, she is. She's still because she's independent. She's independent, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a three-way tie. Yes. And those are all my favorites too. I mean, Wob, absolutely. I think yeah. being a uh, First Nations man mm-hmm. and parliament and yeah, uh, yeah, all, I agree. All of yeah. everything he says. I'm I like, think yeah, he would yeah. be fantastic if we, if he can get into federal politics. Yes. Yeah. Right. I think he'd be, he would be a force for absolutely. sure. Because he's not absolutely. afraid. Because you know, Jasmine Singh, right? Like, yeah. just not afraid to say yeah. what, how it should be and how it ought to be. Right? Those two would be like, They'd be a power duo. Yeah, 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 totally. And I totally agree. Jody Ray Wilson, Ray well, Bold, um, really shitty what she had to go through mm-hmm. within the federal cabinet, um, yeah. being ousted like that, yeah. and having to defend herself. And uh, Melanie Mark, who yes. same thing, right? Exactly. I'm like, I can only imagine. We've talked about a lot of violence. Yeah. I can't imagine yeah. the outright violence that happens in yeah. Parliament and when you're an exactly. Indigenous person in a very colonial system. Absolutely, for sure. But those are great choices. Okay, so mine, I'm going to go a little bit old school because I was thinking about this one, and for the life of me, I can't remember his name, so I had to look it up. Um, I remember hearing about this Indigenous politician, like the first ever Indigenous politician I learned of in, I don't know if you had First Nations 12 in your high school. I did, but I was like, why do I need to go to a course about myself? (laughs) I know. I was actually just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, huh, I could have taken First Nations 12, but anyway. So you didn't take it, but it no, was offered? Yeah, it was offered. Okay, so I took that course. 
Um, I thought it was like an easy, easy A. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I got a B in it, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, big underachiever. Anyway, I learned about Elijah Harper. Oh, okay. Elijah Harper and the Meek Lake Accord. Yeah. This, And I remember seeing this picture of this very elegant, eloquent-looking, distinguished Indigenous gentleman, long braided hair, mm. holding an eagle feather, but totally dressed up in like the business suit and right. like in front of him. And, you know, part of the Meek Lake Accord and, and all of that. And I was like, who the heck is this guy, right? <laughs> I think that was the first time where as a young yeah. Indigenous person, like 16, 17 years old, where I was like, wow, that yeah. is some power. That is mm-hmm. pretty cool because I've never seen anybody um, in a place like that before. Right? So I became a fan of Indigenous politics around that age. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You're ahead of the game on me for that, for sure, <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, no, I, I have heard of his name before, and a beautiful name if you think about it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Roger Harper, yeah. this is the picture that I saw, and you see him sitting in Parliament, and he's holding his ear oh, feather, yeah. and he's speaking. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And he yeah. he kiboshed something. He kiboshed something that was uh, the Miklik Accord, because it mm. had no consultation with First Nations people. Right. And because of his actions and his ability to kibosh something and say, yeah. nope, you're not going forward. You have yeah. not consulted with First Nations yeah. people. You cannot proceed if you voted yeah. no. And it threw a wrench in the whole thing yeah. moving forward. And now that's where kind of like the emergence of how exactly. Indigenous people yeah. came from. I was like, poof, yeah. that is pretty cool. Two buddies no longer with us because he would be fantastic with the whole look in the landfill thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, don't even get me started oh but my anyways. god yeah that's a whole yeah. other <laughs> episode <laughs> topic and yeah yeah okay so that was food politicians uh where do we want to go movies i mean oh my god all the classics <laughs> we talked about these in our episodes too yeah yeah do you have an all-time favorite? Smoke Signals. I know. It's just such a I could watch that film that unites us all. <laughs> I could watch it over and over and over again. Um, just the same as The Princess Bride, because that Princess Bride is my comfort movie. I love that um, movie too. Yeah. It's so funny. I remember when we were on a road trip. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we went into the interior and we spent like, oh my god, eight hours in the yeah. car together. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about the Princess Bride. And I was like, I love yeah. that movie. And then we're all like geeking out, right? You're like, yeah. you love that movie. Never met anybody else that loved that movie that much a way that I did. Uh, yeah. And we started yeah. quoting it. Because yeah, <laughs> I like where the prince is yeah. uh, fighting with the giant, yeah. Andre the giant. Yeah. Anybody want a peanut? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, why do you wear yeah, these deep voice? Why yeah. do you wear a mask? Yeah, pass oh. it on your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I just think they're just so terribly comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do follow Carrie Elwes on, on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's been putting up some pretty spicy photos of him looking all dapper in suits and stuff recently. Oh, really? It's been really good. Oh. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite scene in Smoke Signals? And why? <sighs> it changes. Right now... Well, what I love about some smoke signals is that it's it's it rep, it reflects so many different contexts of your oh, totally. resi life. Oh, right? absolutely. It's like, okay, with the parenting. Yeah. With the bonding of a friendship. Yeah. With the being indigenous in a very colonial mm-hmm. world, which it speaks mm-hmm. to so many different areas of your life. The right? multitude so of personalities that yeah. is in it too. Yeah. Um, yeah, and feeling like. Sometimes I was more Evan Adams and talking too much, and then <laughs> sometimes a bit more Adam Beach and where I don't want to talk at all. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. Holy Debbie Donner um, is the the ashes scene on the bridge, and 
it's just because of, you know, losing my dad recently, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, you can't go wrong with the panic scene and her <laughs> saving the day by ripping the panic in half over her head. There's 100 yeah. Indians here yeah. and, and only 50, 50 pieces of bread. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a way to feed you, you all. all. <laughs> it's just oh like my this God. massive hero ripping yeah. the bread. <laughs> Arlene was magic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Could you imagine if we got Evan Adams on on the podcast? (gasps) God, we would die. Watch it happens in like two weeks from now. Yeah. I was just thinking, I'm like, should I just reach out and like send a Facebook message? Yeah. You don't know me, but we used to work together. (laughs) Yeah. You were my boss, but you didn't know that you were my boss. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I do love that scene, but I love every single scene, right? Yeah. I I totally get how like, depending on where you're at in life and where you're kind of going through, like there's so many different things that stick out to you all the time. Exactly. Um, I I always love the classic the two girls driving in the oh yeah in the car park. I love that. Right? I think that's you and me in a car, honestly. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have a, a favorite quote from from the movie? Um, <laughs> like, cause not that it's meaningful or anything, but I love it when um, Thomas is on the bridge and yeah. uh, Victor's dad finds him. And he's oh like, yeah. I said, "What the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> And he's like, I'm waiting for a vision. Yeah. And he's like, the only thing you're going to get out here is mugged. Yes. <laughs> I like that yeah. is such a racy yeah. response. Exactly. Right? Like when you're, when you're yeah. in community, yeah. right? I'm like, this is, you know, oh, the totally. adults in our life are just so real with Especially us. Especially <laughs> out there because it's like, it's a rule. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, we're, we're urban res people. Yeah. We're not rural res people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I also love the scene on the bus too when they're riding the oh, bus yeah. and he's like And the gymnast? He's like, our our people weren't hunters, they were fishermen. <laughs> like, you really wanna look like you he just came back from catching catch a fish? Us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I came from catching a salmon. Yeah. You gotta look like you just came back from hunting a buffalo. Yeah. Um my favorite is um when he's talking about uh Victor's dad in like a protest or riot, and he's like Oh my god, yes. Everyone was just trying to be Indians anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Love that yeah. yeah. I think about that a lot, especially when I'm like trying to come to grips with with being white passing. Mm. Like so I'm I'm just trying to be Indian anyways because <laughs> I am. I just don't look it. <laughs> it's like come to, become this mantra. Like yeah. I can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god, gosh. such a classic movie. Yeah. Any other films outside of Spicy Mills? Um, I think now. I mean, not Dances with Wolves. Oh my god. <laughs> but I mean, Dances with Wolves, depending on your generation, could be a, such oh, totally. a classic too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I remember, I was. Oh my god, we were so young yeah. when Dances with Wolves came out, like ninety two, ninety three, maybe even earlier, ninety one, maybe. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And remember when we were talking about, like, we learned a lot of Eastern ways when we were growing up, yeah. right? Like, yeah. powwow, powwow drum. Exactly. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I remember thinking when I first saw Dances with Wolves, I was like, holy crap, like, those are those are our people. Those, right. That's us. That's how yeah. we lived a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Then you find out that you're Chris like, Alish oh, yeah. and you're like, vlog houses. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> um, no, I, I can't think of any other movies. Um, TV shows? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you, I think we've talked about this, but I don't think you watch it. Res Dogs? Um, I've watched a couple episodes. I freaking love yeah. Res Dogs. Yeah. It 
totally brings me back to the time of just growing up on the res with yeah. my cousins and like getting into shit. Oh yeah. Doing things that we're not supposed to be doing and just the humor and the connection yeah. in it all. Yeah. Exactly. The camaraderie of having cousins who are siblings and yeah. just like, I, I just love it. Yeah. I find myself laughing my ass off at it all by myself. <laughs> of course. And then sometimes I'm just like bawling my face off because yeah. they, they touch on those harder yes. all the things that we talk about yeah. on this like, platform. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I know the scene of where um, that youth is in the middle of the, the like room or gym or whatever. And then yeah. there's like all the ancestors behind her yes. and people are talking about how much they were crying. Oh, totally. So yeah, I think I, think I don't watch it because – I'm too emotional right now. Mm. Slightly mentally unstable. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I totally respect yeah. that because I feel like that too. There's some things where I'm just like, no, I can't. Yeah. I have to. Like, yeah. There's some recent episodes that have come out and people are like, oh, have you watched this? Like there's the one about the 60 scoop. Have you heard about that one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, it's really popular now. I see Little it Bird. Yes, Little yeah. Bird. And people are like, oh, do you watch it? Do you watch it? I'm like, I need to be in the mm-hmm. right mentality. I yeah. need to be in the right framework if yeah. I'm going to watch that. I could have say yeah. my prayers and yeah. build up my resilience exactly wall. like yellowstone and i think it's 1923 and yeah. is it 1888 or something yeah. like that the yeah to yellowstone yeah. yeah i don't think i could do those I ones know. yet it's hard yeah um my favorite tv show is trickster oh i don't know that one um so it's based on eden robinson's book trickster mm-hmm. and um of course filmed in, in bc and um it is just absolutely beautiful beyond measure. Um, it, it felt like the first time of truly seeing our culture mm. and the old ways. Mm. And um, yeah, it was just so moving. And mm. I'm so mad that they canceled it because oh, they, they, canceled. they canceled it because the director or something wasn't indigenous. I'm like, uh, just find an indigenous director then. Yeah, right? exactly. Don't cancel the whole yeah. fucking show. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. Okay. I think it was. What was that on? What platform was that on? I think CBC. Okay. Yeah. And Trickster. Trickster. Okay. I had to look yeah. for that one. Yeah. Really, really good one. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Oh my god, I had another oh one. God. I lost it. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Oh. Uh, two ADHD people in a podcast <laughs> trying to talk about stuff. Um. Oh. Oh, I. I yeah. I okay. recalled it. I recalled it. Um, Blackstone was actually pretty oh, good yeah. too. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. It, yeah. it was, and I feel like depending on the generation you're growing up in, there's like, there's like these leaps oh, and bounds yeah. of like when, it, you know, sometimes it, years go by and there's exactly. like no new indigenous exactly. shows or, or yeah. uh, things that are kind of coming out. When Blackstone came out, it was like, it was after a dry spell of like nothing indigenous. Exactly. And so it was really cool to see our own on yeah. TV again. Yeah. Yeah. It is on CBC. Trickster. Trickster. Okay. Um, and then I, I've just been seeing more and more platforms. I think Crave is the one um, that's going hard on this right now, not just because it was recently Indigenous Month, but um, they have, I think they have like an Indigenous category that's on the front page, or they did at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's been fantastic to see more and more, especially streaming platforms that can mm-hmm. be so, um, what's the opposite of permanent? Fleeting, temporary, temporary oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like people will sign up for a month or the two weeks and get their free trial and then yeah. forget about it for six months and then make a new email and do it again. Right. So yeah. um, to, to see a platform putting, you know, our culture on, on the front page is, 
is nice. Yeah, really, absolutely. really nice. Yeah. Cool. Any other shows? Um, nothing I can think of. No. It would be really cool to have like a really rezzed out cartoon, kind of like The Simpsons or <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, right. And we just like just like give a yeah. whole, put a whole group of indigenous comedians and artists in the same <laughs> exactly. space and be like, okay, your job oh, yeah. is to come up with yeah. the wildest, craziest, right? rezziest, yeah. and adult oriented oh, type yeah, of absolutely. cartoon that's yeah. so inappropriate, like Family Guy, oh, The yeah. Simpsons. And, just and have we, fun with you'd it, have right? to include Lauren Carmel because I was just thinking yeah. that because of his voice, right? He's got such a distinct yeah. voice. I swear yeah. it's made for and animation. He's, already, he's he's done some animation. Um, oh really? I love Corner Gas, not necessarily an indigenous show, but yeah. um Canadian. And uh, so he was on the the live action version of that. And then they did um uh animated series mm, so oh, he, he yes. voices in in that too which is yeah, which yeah. is fantastic we're not drinking wine what are you talking about <laughs> the jig is up <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay um let's go into your favorite plant then okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah so you go first um for its medicinal purposes, stinging nettle. Mm-hmm. For its spiritual purposes, devil's club. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because devil's club is one of those, it does have a lot of similar medicinal properties to stinging nettle, yeah. but it has that spiritual connection and it's used in spiritual medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are two that really stick out and resonate for me too. Like mm-hmm. I remember being a youth and learning about the spiritual and medicinal properties of both those. Yeah. And I remember being a kid and I remember being like, Ooh, sneaky creator, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, Devil's Club that grows really thorns. Yes. And stinging nettles is like, you touch and you're like, ouchie. Yeah. And you're never going to touch it again. Yeah. But the healing properties in it are yeah. like, so I remember being such in awe when I learned about those. I was like, Hmm, sneaky mm-hmm. creator. Something right? that you're like, Ooh, stay away from that. It's actually really good for you. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty exactly. cool. So I agree. Stinging nettle, Devil's Club and Cedar is super important yeah. to me. I mean, Cedar's yeah. on the logo of our company. Yeah. Um, and I want to get a tattoo with the Cedar Leaf. Yes. And I don't know. I just, I've always gravitated towards the imagery of, of yeah. Cedar. Yeah. And it's, I love the story behind it too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the, the origin story of the Cedar. Yeah. Yeah. That it was Which, once a person that kept exactly. giving away, giving away of everything of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and just it also being known as the tree of life in yeah. our culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, then we're going to go polar opposite because um, I don't know if, if I'll go on a rant and you have no idea where I'm going and I like making you uncomfortable sometimes. Um, That's okay because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps it interesting. What is your least favorite plant? Which, for me, I automatically go to invasive species. I was just going to say that because for me, and then growing up, <laughs> In the community that I grew up on, on the rest, uh, a terribly invasive plant is the blackberry bush. Yes, right? the and of course Himalayan we... blackberry bush, like yes. the big sprawling, oh can my like God. yeah, and you can't escape them. I no, mean, and you can't get rid of them. No, I mean you have to literally move. Yes, <laughs> to get rid of them. <laughs> and even still, they're going to show up. They're going to show up. Yeah, fucking so, bastards. Yeah, <laughs> so that's definitely yeah. my least favorite because it is so invasive. And yeah. I remember. Uh, when I lived in on the res, oh my god, it was like you had to fight for your yard. Yeah, you had to fight to yeah to reclaim your yard every single year. And exactly. they grow like this thick. They're I like, know. They're bigger than ten pole sizes. Exactly. And when you get those 
Yeah. Oh God, they hurt. When you're mowing the lawn, yeah, it's it leaves some scars. Exactly. I have some battle wounds. Yeah, yeah, I think I have a few too. Mostly on my left leg because I would drive by them on the on the the riding part. (laughs) (laughs) Um, mine is a tie between um, Morning Glory, Bindweed, Mm. and Dandelions. Are dandelions invasive? They are invasive. Are they not, they're not traditional? They're they are not, not traditional. Oh, I thought they were. No. I know that they can be medicine, but they're not traditional. Exactly, they're not traditional. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, like, you can use the whole plant and, like, dig up the whole plant if you want. But they, because of um, this taproot system, mm. and they can just pop up and grow anywhere and everywhere. And, mm. Yeah. That is so crazy. Yeah. I learned something today because I totally thought it was a traditional medicinal plant. Uh-huh. But no, it's medicinal. It's just not traditional medicinal. Exactly. exactly. And those freaking things grow, well, they yeah. are weeds technically yeah. by society. Yeah. And they grow everywhere. Exactly. Because my favorite uh, non-native plant is comfrey. Hmm. Um, it's called bone knit. So it can actually help heal broken bones. Oh my God. But it's invasive. Technically, mm. or I guess you would label it as a, um, an alien species. Mm. So, I love this conversation on plants because plants yeah. are so fat. Well, they're relatives of ours, yeah, right? yeah. And just the medicine and teachings mm-hmm. that go along with it. I just I love it. Exactly. And the multitude of uses that each native yeah. plant species has is yeah. insane. Yeah, totally. You know, stinging nettle is my favorite because you can do so many things with it. Mm. Um, like, there's a, a book of 101 things you can do with stinging nettle. Really? Yeah, it includes recipes too. I have it. Oh, you can wow. borrow it. Yeah. Um, but like not just food or medicine. Um, like there's recipe for stinging nettle bread and pizza oh and God. stuff, right? Pesto. Oh my God. Soup. Cool. But you can use um, like when it gets to the end of its growing cycle, mm-hmm. uh, kind of August into the fallish, uh-huh. um, you can actually take the stalks and turn those into fiber. Hmm. So if we needed like a quick repair on a cedar net, hmm. stinging nettle is right there. Uh, wow. If you have it in the right growing season, and you can use it as fiber. Oh my god! Yeah, I love that. I feel like we need yeah. a whole episode on traditional and medicinal plants. Yeah, we could do that. Um, other plants that I like are the skunk cabbage. Yeah, I like. I look at the skunk cabbage as like the underdog of it plants is. in our it territory. Is. Yeah, <laughs> they look beautiful. Yeah, they're stinky as hell. Yeah, but yeah, they're supposed I, to help with anxiety. And I, I tell this when I talk about medicinal plants, I'm like, it gives me anxiety <laughs> to think about going to actually use it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, next favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I love this. I just love this episode. I yeah. love this topic. It's so much what fun. What is your, isn't it? Um, what is your favorite story? Do you have favorite stories? Yeah. Indigenous stories? Um, The cedar one. Ooh. Yeah. And it's my favorite because of um, our late brother. Mm. Um, the way he told it, uh, I don't want to say his name yeah. for right now. Yeah. But the way he told it, we were in this uh, classroom with um, really troubled kids. Um, like, I think they were on parole. Okay, yeah. Um, and Indigenous kids in the group? All sorts. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was um, a mixture for sure. And the the way he told the story, he also did, you know, some basic drawing on the board. And... 
they were so captivated. And for some reason, it was that day that that story stuck in my head. I'd heard it before. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remembered it and kind of absorbed it, excuse me, um, that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the fascinating, fascinating thing about stories, right? Is you can hear them over and over mm-hmm. and over again, but there's some times and situations, and I know that's the teachings behind stories where when you hear it and it hits you, yeah. it's meaningfully yeah. and impacting you. It's what you need at that very moment. Exactly. Because yeah. stories are alive. Stories yeah. are things, right? So yeah. that's cool. I yeah. Like that. Yeah, that one for sure. Um, for me, I love the story of, and I don't know if you've ever heard my dad. Um, we were just talking too yeah. during the break. Um, we want to bring my dad on to the podcast. But I don't know if you've ever heard my dad talk about the story of Little Wren. No. No. No, I've only heard him tell one story. Oh, really? Yes. What story was it? Um, it was about Hal's and his journey from, like, the mouth of the river, mm. uh, coming up the river and, oh, yeah. and ending up in our community. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. That's the only one I've heard. So the story of Little Wren, I remember my dad telling when we were kids, and he had heard it from an elder in our in our nation, mm-hmm. and dad brought it home and told it. And I remember sitting with my brothers... And we laughed and laughed, but I also remember because I'm the oldest of three, Mm -hmm. I think I might have been 13 or something, 12 or 13 years old when I heard my dad share the story for the first time. And I was like, oh, wow. Like it left me with the, you know, the, what is it when you're supposed to get a point of a story? What is that called? The lesson, the teaching, the moral? Moral. The moral moral of the story. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Two uh, people and we still can't string a sentence together. (laughs) Jesus. We, you know, the the moral of the story really stuck yeah. with me. So the story of Little Red is, is you know, there was a starving indigenous community mm. thousands of years ago. And all the hunters of that community could not hunt a moose. They couldn't get the deer. They couldn't hunt anything. Mm-hmm. They just, they were, then they continued to starve. So they called upon their relatives, the bear, the uh, the wolf and, and everything. And nobody could catch, you know, mm. uh, food for, for this nation. And little Wren, who's this tiny little red bird, said, I'll help you. Mm. And the entire tribe laughed at little Wren mm. because they were like, look at you. You're just yeah. small in stature. And yeah. the reason I love this story is because yeah. if you ever see me in public, you're yeah. going to see I'm small in stature. <laughs> I'm little. Big yeah. personality. Yes. Little guy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think I really that's what really resonated with this story is this, the entire tribe laughed at little Wren. They're like, you can't do mm-hmm. anything, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a very eloquent story where little Wren finds a moose, starts talking to a moose, and the moose mm. is like, good luck, Little Wren. Like, right. you're not getting me, right? Yeah. Ha <laughs> same thing, laughed at Little Wren. Little Wren goes in and into the moose and yeah. you know, goes all around his insides and everything and gets farted out. Oh! And so that's where the fun, <laughs> humorous part is, right? right. And so my dad's yeah. telling the story and he's like, Little Wren's going in and he's being yeah. shot all around the moose's body and he's like, <laughs> and then farts out the wren. Yeah. And we as kids, we're yeah. laughing our asses off, right? Because he's yeah. getting right into the storytelling. And then by the fourth time little wren went in, he found the moose's heart mm. and held on to the moose's heart so hard that the moose killed over and he killed the moose. Wow. And brought the moose back to the tribe and fed the tribe. Wow. And they nobody could do it except for the littlest, yeah. tiniest yeah. bird yeah. who volunteered. Right. And so the moral of the story is yeah. like size, don't judge somebody by their size. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so for me, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was like one of the first really traditional indigenous stories that my dad ever shared. And I was yeah. like, I just, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love all the stories of Hells. Yeah. The Transformer. I find yeah. that to be like, that's our Jesus. Right? Exactly. That's our messenger. That's yeah. our. That is God. 
Yeah, we call yeah. Messiah, not a Messiah. Maybe yeah. I'm, I don't have a better word for Messiah, but you know what I mean, right? Like the the dude. Yes, yeah. the dude. But not the dude from the movie, the dude. Yes. Which, what movie is that? I don't even know. Oh, God, I can picture it. <laughs> Anyways, the viewer's going to laugh at me. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the, um, is it Little Hummingbird? That's a published <gasps> book right yes. now. I like that and, one too. Um, the they forest did, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the the video version of it. Yes. Because you get to hear them say, doo, 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 or yeah. I can't say it properly, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. Hearing that, hearing the, the audio with that is just so fulfilling and heartwarming. And oh, yeah. Totally. And yeah. then the indigenous artwork is in the animated version yeah. now too. Yeah, and exactly. the teaching of it is so powerful. Yeah. Um, I've been in meetings with clients when we talk about systemic transformation mm-hmm. like when we talk about how the hell do you decolonize an entire country yeah right? and then we'll we'll use the teachings yeah. of the hummingbird yeah. right it's like you just gotta do one little, little drop bit. at a time yeah one little drop at a time right yeah. it's what can you do right yeah <sighs> that's yeah. the beauty of indigenous stories yeah exactly yeah. i should share that book with the the people i met with today yes yeah awesome down. i love that yeah we'll, we'll definitely get Uncle Rich on the podcast. On the podcast, yeah. I mean. We might need a three-hour podcast or something, because if you've never met my dad, he, he likes to talk. Oh, yeah. I think <laughs> I think if we record and then we break it up into chunks. There we go. And then that we can work. release them in, in Waves. multi-part episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. So since we're kind of in, like, the traditional territory, do you have a favorite traditional song from – from our area. From, I don't know if it's from our well, area. Well, it doesn't even have to be traditional, but yeah, our favorite song. Hand drum song. Um, yes. I love the Coast Salish Anthem. Mm-hmm. I love the Coast Salish Anthem. Yeah. I don't know why. In, it's I empowering. And it, it comes from Chief, Chief Dan Dorage, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I think that says a lot. Yeah. And I think it's also unifying. Yeah. In a time where... We were so divided as nations, yeah. right? Like, I hear yeah. elders say they remember a time when we were all one. Or mm. that some people's teachings oh, yeah. where we were all yeah. one. We weren't yeah. individual First Nations. We were all one. Exactly. Um, a nomadic yeah. families and tribal systems that kind of interconnected and intertwined in different areas. Um, and then through the reservation system really divided divided us all. But yeah. the Coast Salish Anthem, it's like, oh, there's a lot of families, a lot of nations that use that yeah. anthem that is very unifying in my mind. So that's yeah. one of my favorite traditional songs. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Ugh. Okay. Debbie Downer again. Um, <laughs> but like, if you want to guarantee to make me cry is Fly Eagle Fly. Oh my yeah. gosh. That yeah. is so powerful. Yeah. Uh, that's a tearjerker for oh, sure. Oh, totally. And it was, it was a song that was sung as my dad left. Oh, so, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one I like, and again, I don't know if it's, I don't know its origin story, sadly. Maybe you know. Uh, the Women's women's Warrior song? Yeah, I can't remember. I was told that um, story. Uh, oh my goodness. I was still a teenager, so maybe like 16. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either, but I also yeah. think once upon a time I heard two different versions of this part. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think it's kind of changed over time. Yes. Um, I, I kind of feel like it's moving its way into being more of in 
indigenous empowerment versus strictly just women. Because yeah, I think I just, that too. Yeah. Um, because I've heard just men sing it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and it, it felt so honoring and warm and um, powerful. Uh-huh. Not to say that it, you know, men, it's the be all end all, but uh-huh. it was just a new take on it. And it felt like it's what, what we need right now, because we're in such a, a changing time uh-huh. in terms of like the whole truth and reconciliation stuff. Uh-huh. And, um, starting to have more difficult conversations and, and hopefully helping more people understand why we're talking about these things. Uh-huh. So I feel like it's more indigenous, indigenous empowerment right now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the song has been around for a while. Yeah. And I feel like I think that the 80s. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that too. Like I remember growing up listening to it, but I think it has, it has changed. Mm-hmm. It's shifted in recent yeah. years yeah. where it's more, inclusive and encompassing of exactly indigenous resistance yeah. and experience yeah. rather than just yeah and yeah. i think it also is um to do with how many more non-binary two-spirit yeah. identifying people there yeah. are that we can't just strictly say it, this is just for women anymore solidarity yeah yeah sister, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh-huh. any other ones um, traditional songs, yes. Ooh. On the topic of um, women's warrior songs, because it, it only came up, it only surfaced for me now as we're talking about it, is just last year I heard a very specific missing and murdered Indigenous mm. women and girls and two-spirit mm. uh, honor song. Okay. A memorial song that is yeah. Coast Salish. Right. Um, this is really powerful. Yeah. I think it's originating from the island. I can't, I'm not going to say that yeah. in absolution yeah. but yeah that one's pretty cool yeah. too probably on youtube yes it is okay and can post go youtube that <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah. there is and you'll be able mm-hmm. to find it because there's this i found it on youtube and it okay. was this beautiful it's it it's like a music video yeah and it's with a whole bunch of people paddling together in a canoe yeah all and you know the the symbolic um red paint of the yeah. hand on the yeah, face exactly. and they're all they all have that as their canoe paddling together uh, beautiful song beautiful okay. imagery strong am i gonna cry a lot of emotions that go with it you might cry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm just a delicate flower i know you can call me you and i are both if you want to yeah oh my god that's bad i know yeah yeah yeah. okay we love our life with the movies yeah we do um okay so that's traditional song um do you have a favorite quote or phrase Yes. Yeah. I know I'm mine right now. About it. Okay, please share okay. because okay. I gotta think about my. Oh my gosh. Um, it's had many different iterations, but um, it, it came back into mind with Lise on her episode, mm-hmm. where she her her husband said, you know, I'm I don't live in the Canada I thought I did. Mm. So kind of along that lines of like. We don't live in the Canada that we think we do, especially uh, even as Indigenous people. Uh, we just have our one lived experience. You know, uh, we, we are urban reserve resi yeah. people. We can't compare our experience to far remote, you uh, know, like we do have a few remote reserves here, but you're talking like Northern Alberta, Northern um, Manitoba, uh-huh. uh, let alone up into um, Inuit territory. Like we, we can't 
really understand what's going on there mm. because they're they are in a different Canada than we are, right? Mm. Um, but I have it written down, I think, somewhere. Um, where is it? Uh, for a lot of um, non-Indigenous people, it's, you know, your Canada is free, but we mm. pay the price. Oh, wow. I've never heard that one. Because I, like I said it. it. Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. So that, those, those two things kind of are um, on the same yeah. coin, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one side I versus the other. like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, there's one that keeps surfacing for me. I was trying to think of one in its place, but um, it must be because we were just talking about my dad. Yeah. But my dad has a quote from his dad my grandfather, um, that he shared with our team recently. And it, it goes, I might butcher it, but it goes something along the lines of, do not lead for I may not follow. Mm. Do not follow me for I may not want to lead you. Yeah. But walk alongside me and let's see where this takes us. Yeah. Yeah, I've and, heard him say that, and I love it. Oh, really? I've, this, uh, this was a really recent team meeting where he brought it up, and then everybody freaking loved it. Yeah. And I was like, the hell have you ever said this before? I've never heard it. Right? Honestly, I think he said it in a staff meeting. Oh, really? I think okay. so. So he says this, and, and, and this is, of course, I'm, I'm the chair of the LPC team meeting, right? So I'm like, <laughs> when have you said this, right? And then so, anyway, our entire team was blown away by it. And I was like, and I started thinking about it. And I was like, to me, it really uh, embodied, to me, this quote embodies allyship, mm. right? Don't lead, don't follow yeah. me, but let's walk alongside each other and see where this takes us, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was like, to me, that's really good humility too, yeah. especially for non-Indigenous people who aspire to be allies towards exactly. us. I'm like, don't lead, mm-hmm. don't get in front of me, don't get behind me, stand mm-hmm. beside me and let, like have my side, right? I think that has to be on my email signature. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. I said it first, so I get it. That's really good. That's really good. We love you, Uncle Bitch. (laughs) We got enough time for one last burning favorite thing. If if you have one. Um, Do you have one? Let's do this. Yeah, Yeah, we could do that. I don't have much to say about it for myself, but I want to hear yours. Okay. What is your favorite piece of regalia? Yeah, I, I, I love all regalia in all its shapes and forms and teachings. Um, I don't own a lot of regalia. Mm-hmm. I have something that is very near and dear to my heart that is a cedar cape. Mm-hmm. And a cedar cape, like I, I don't know how it even came to be, but anyway, the yeah. the creator is Auntie Paula. Yeah. Um, who created this cedar cape for me that's on all of my cultural shots on yeah, my website yeah. and all my promo material. And um, it's kind of like this, when I first wore it, it was like this spiritual hug. Yes. Of like, yeah. like the first time you wear a blanket, right? Yeah. And it's, just like, it's just like this wrapping of, of yeah. love and care and tradition and culture, yeah. thousands of years of the culture. And so for me, it's like when it's in my closet. Mm-hmm. It's hanging in my closet next to my business suit. <laughs> and when I open it, it's just like, when I open up my closet doors, it's like this striking pool. Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not just a thing. It's, it's yeah. got its own spirit in there. Yeah. Right? And so yeah, when I exactly. open it, I was like, 
oh, like, there you are. Yeah. Good to see yeah. you kind of thing, right? Yeah. You kind of have to acknowledge it. So Kate. that's my favorite. Oh, there she is. I'm surprised it's taken her this long to find you. Oh, no, she already then, found me. Oh, did she? Oh, okay. I think you were still downstairs when oh, she came I was, up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. downstairs. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, this is my, my spirit animal or like my, my, sorry, Addie, um, but like my <laughs> spirit twin cat. Addie the cat is my daughter. This is my spirit twin in animal form, besides you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> besides ourselves. Yeah. We'll have to post, post pictures of both yeah. Addie and Kate oh, in speak, our social media. Yeah, speaking, speaking of, social of social media, media. we are officially expanding our social media. We're probably going to work on that tonight. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll get pictures of all, all of the creatures and, and things in our lives soon, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say in terms of my own regalia because I'm in a, um, I guess, a, a period of change with it. So, mm. yeah, that your cedar cape and when I, I've seen the pictures of it, it it does encompass exactly that. It looks like a, a spiritual hug. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. very empowering mm. for sure. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Yeah. All oh. right. So there's some of our favorite things, including Cakes the Cat. Including Cakes the cat, yeah. who's very indigenous. Oh, totally. She is the resiest cat. Yeah. You, you can, and she doesn't live on the resi anymore. And you but can't tell me like... that she's not indigenous because we have the same color eyes. <laughs> so if I'm indigenous with green eyes, she can be indigenous with, with green eyes. Well, in the, I tell you, in this house, between me and her, we are the resiest things in this oh, house. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, don't, I, mean... <laughs> I don't doubt that for one second. <laughs> and, and the resiest thing about... Uh, Cakes the cat is is her attitude. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. All, All right, right, everybody. Thank, thank you for you. tuning into this episode. We'll see you at the next Tell us one. some of your favorite things, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah your yeah. favorite yeah. indigenous things. Yeah. Love y'all. Right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Wee Bit Resi Podcast. Feel free to answer our weekly "What's up, cousin?" question in uh, this ep- in the comment section, yeah. question section exactly. yeah. <laughs> of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you can also send us an email at a wee bit at shaw.ca. And if you want to stay in touch with us, give us a like on Facebook. We're on Facebook and other social media platforms soon to come.